Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, let's recap my game from Thursday. I was uh, I was out at McKinney getting to see a couple teams that I have not yet had a chance to see this season uh, with our McKinney Courier Gazette sports editor Kendrick Johnson out of the uh, out of the area. I was on McKinney duty last night. I took in a, a District Nine Six A scrap between McKinney Boyd and Jesuit in a game that uh, was. Definitely the uh, the old adage, the uh, the tale of two halves, so to speak. Um, but nevertheless, you could kind of see, based on the way that things were trending in that first half, kind of a a sign of things to come in the second half if things didn't get corrected for uh, for McKinney Boyd. Uh, this one ultimately goes the way of Jesuit, forty to twenty one, in a game where Jesuit overcomes a an early fourteen zero deficit by scoring forty. Yes, 40 unanswered points uh, to uh, come away pretty uh, – to kind of cruise to the finish line in this one as they improve to 2-0 and in district play, McKinney Boyd falling to uh, 0-2. And um, like I said, this was a game that started off about as promising as it could get for uh, for McKinney Boyd. You know, that was uh, kind of the story last week against Plano East is just the struggles of McKinney Boyd's offense and the difficulty they had just putting up points in a 21-14 to loss. And then, um, you know, you see them score uh, 14 points within the first five minutes of, uh, of Thursday's game, albeit one of those coming on a, uh, on a very timely defensive play. Um, but nevertheless, yes, I mean, you look at the way that Boyd began the game, couldn't have scripted a better start. They marched right down the field three plays uh, quarterback Carter Whitefield finds Kareem Coleman for a 48 yard touchdown typical big play McKinney Boyd comes out roaring and uh, just cracks Jesuit in the jaw to begin this one and then Jesuit in what was kind of a sign of what to expect out of uh, out of Jesuit's offense this is my first time seeing Jesuit so without much of an idea as to how they uh, kind of approach things offensively this year. I mean, they uh, I believe it was 11 plays before they got down to the Boyd two-yard line, so a long drive, much more methodical than Boyd, um, you know, in its opening series. But, yes, they get down to the Boyd two-yard line, and then E.J. Smith, their stud running back, one of the best running backs in the uh, in the country for that matter, he loses a fumble that uh, Javon Matthews, Boyd's standout linebacker, he returns 98 yards for a touchdown. So just like that, 654 left in the first quarter 14 to nothing and McKinney Boyd has uh as Jesuit reeling. Um, but that's kind of weird because what felt like this big momentum swing in favor of McKinney Boyd, that was really all that Boyd had to show for its efforts up until a, a touchdown literally as time expired. Um, in between, it was all Jesuit, and albeit, you know, much more in the second half because, you know, there was a lot of good that Boyd did in that first half, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, there were uh, several occasions where, you know, be it E.J. Smith or Jake Taylor, you know, Boyd's, you know, two-headed running back combo. Boyd was winning up front pretty consistently and bringing those two guys down either at or behind the line of scrimmage. I just mentioned, uh, you know, Javon Matthews. He was one of several players that had some impactful defensive plays in uh, in the first half on Friday. And, you know, Boyd really did a good job not allowing Jesuit to really muster anything of substance. Um, You know, you look at, uh, I mean, I went through and, because, all right, so the the story of this game ultimately, though, was the disparity in, um, in snap count. 
count and just the amount of time that Boyd's defense had to spend on the field because Jesuit was, um, I mean, they mixed up their tempo very well. And at times it was kind of dizzying having to keep pace with them when they started going into more of a hurry up uh, style of play. You know, but, you know, like on that first drive, you know, it was a 12-play drive in total, you know, that resulted in a turnover. That was kind of a sign of what Jesuit had. It was a lot of just, you know, just a lot of rapid-fire offense, nothing too, you know, nothing too intermediate or deep, just a lot of kind of chipping, chip, chipping away, nickel and diming, and they um, and it was successful at the very least. It didn't really pay dividends in the first half. They only had six points to show for it, you know, on a couple, uh, couple field goals. But you began to see the cumulative effect of that as the second half wore on. And the runs in the uh, in the first half that were getting stuffed behind the line of scrimmage, you now have EJ Smith and Jake Taylor breaking off runs of eight nine yards a pop, and um, and yes, Jesuit really really took hold of this thing um, over the final two quarters. They scored thirty four points in the second half. Um, and a lot of that centered around uh, E.J. Smith, who finally got going there. He had um, he had three rushing touchdowns in the second half, including a stretch where I want to say he had runs of 27 yards, 63 yards, and 25 yards, all back to back to back. Um, so really, really softening up the uh, the Boyd defense there. And Jesuit ultimately just kind of ran away with this thing. Um, you know, like I said, it was just a, it was just the cumulative effect of Boyd's defense having been on the field for so long because they just could not. Not sustain anything offensively, um, despite that productive start. Um, you know they have the uh, that first scoring drive, which was a 65-yard drive. Then they scored. You know after this thing was already well out of hand, they scored late in the fourth quarter, just as time expired on um, to complete a 75-yard drive. Um, they finished the game total with 178 yards of offense. So you do that math: 65 plus 75, 140 yards. In between, that means when you take away. The the first drive and the last drive, Boyd's other 10 series resulted in only 38 total yards of offense. Um, that's just that just isn't going to cut it in District 96A, and that's kind of been the uh, the story of the season for McKinney Boyd. Is just at least on the offensive side of the ball, is you have these these intermittent flashes of brilliance like that first drive, but it's just been so tough for that unit to uh, just to sustain much quarter to quarter. I mean, you look at their uh, you know their outputs. Um, you know, over these, uh, you know, ever since that season opener when they looked, you know, just gangbusters and blowing out Naaman Forrest 45-7, to um, they scored 19 points against Marcus. They scored 16 points against Louisville. They scored 14 points against Plano East. So literally, it has been trending downward every week since that opener. And then tonight, the offense scores, I'm going to say it was essentially seven points. You know, that last touchdown was, again, when Jesuit had, had called the dogs off and this thing was well in hand. Um, you know, so... So it just was a really, really inconsistent night for McKinney Boyd's offense. And the defense, despite all the promise that they showed early on, it's just tough when you're having to be on the field that long against such a, uh, such a, uh, a tactical, up-tempo offense like Jesuits. And, um, yeah, you saw the, uh, the effect of it. And the result is, uh, is an 0-2 start to district play for McKinney Boyd. Really, really nearing must-win territory when you look at some of the matchups that are still ahead for them. Um, and, yeah, so they now have the bye week to, uh, to rest up. 
They get a matchup that's going to be, you know, they're going to be favored. You know, when they uh, when they go visit Plano West on October 11th, we'll see what is in store there if they're able to right the ship in that matchup. But yeah, just um, you know, a tough one for Boyd, despite all the promise that they showed early on. Obviously, not uh, helping matters was uh, an injury in the backfield to their star running back, uh, Jatyler Shaw, who had a really productive start to the game, but he ends up getting dinged up in their second series. He was hobbling off. Head coach Joe McBride afterwards speculated that it might be ankle-related, um, but Shaw didn't come back into the game. Instead, they had to pull from their secondary and have uh, Jake Fex and uh, Play Wyatt, you know, two of the linchpins in that defensive backfield, and they were splitting reps at, uh, at running back. Um, and it was just a it was just tough sledding for Boyd's offense in every which way. Like I said, they only total 178 yards of offense. Again, 75 of those came on a uh, on a window dressing, you know, last minute drive. Um, like I said, otherwise, you look elsewhere. You know, 2.7 yards per carry. Um, you know, they complete just a shade over 50% of their passes. You know, Carter Whitefield throws two interceptions. Um, certainly, uh, you know, better things are hopefully in store for Boyd uh, going forward. Um, let's see on the Jesuit side. EJ Smith did his thing. You know, that second half. He was monstrous in that second half. He had 12 carries for 144 yards. He had 44 receiving yards as well, so 188 total yards of offense and three touchdowns. Uh, Jake Taylor with a solid game. He had 15 carries for 71 yards. Quarterback Rance Holman completes almost almost 75% of his passes. He goes 21 of 29 for 128 yards. Like I said, not a very uh, high, not a very, uh, you know, high uh, octane passing offense in terms of yards after the catch or big plays, kind of the opposite of, you know, McKinney Boyd and whatnot, but it was so efficient, um, you know, and how Jesuit conducted itself and really kind of a, uh, a death by a thousand cuts, so to speak, as you saw the dividends that it paid there in the, uh, in the second half. So, um, yeah, that is a look at, uh, at Thursday's game between Boyd and Jesuit. Again, the, uh, the Rangers win this one 40 to 21 they stay undefeated in district play they're now three and two on the season McKinney Boyd going in the opposite direction they're 0 and two in district and have now lost four straight games ever since that uh you know that season opening route over uh, over a uh, name and force so they'll get a chance to get it corrected during the bye week and we will see what is in store uh you can check out my game story at starlocalmedia.com and yeah that'll do it for this episode of the or this, this rapid reaction for the star local media high school sports podcast we'll have plenty more on store tonight with all the games that we're going to be covering um for friday night so be on the lookout for those reaction podcasts as well um, folks hey you enjoy your friday i will talk to y'all later looking to hire top talent in your community Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.